rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right, all right, all right. It's another week, baby. Marla Talks, the safe place for keeping it player. We keep it kosher every time, all the time. Uh, it's another week with your boys, SL Mac. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric, courtesy of uh, the boy right here, courtesy of T Mac. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in the comments, you know, let them know how he did. I think he did pretty well. You know, I'm brushing. I kept it in the do rag all day to keep his crispiness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No Zeke. You know what I'm saying? His shit ain't get pushed back. You know what I'm Good saying? Hair, the strong hairline. You know, the blend, is, the blend is very well. You did a really good job on the blend, sir. I'm, 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 I'm doing, I'm getting better, you know, like I said, and this nigga tried to pay me. I was like, nigga, you don't need to pay me, bro. Like, this is, this is good practice, bro. You can't, you know what I'm saying? I should be paying you for giving me this, this, this canvas. And I should have took a before picture because the boy, the boy was rough. I mean, he came on here last week. You heard him say, he's talking about, if I don't cut my hair, I feel like I won't go outside. So this nigga ain't cut his hair in like a month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's very timely. Or, you know, I have an event this this weekend, so I'm wearing a do rag 24 7 to keep it, you know, okay. crisp 24 7. But, you know, uh, the guy did pretty well. You know, I got to pay my friends. You know, I got to, he's got to get used to being treated well. And, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you act like you've been somewhere before, you know. So I pay my friends, you know, a nice twin dub, you know what I'm saying? Nice and easy. That's but, what he put on the bottle, people. He put that. Yeah. He put the bottle money and the haircut money in one cash app payment. And, and he was uh he was very drunk on Saturday night. If anybody was there to witness, there was yeah, people there to witness. But I feel like I wasn't sloppy. Like I was just dead. you weren't sloppy. I just caught you dancing by yourself at one point. He was, <laughs> he was not. He was waiting to go to the bathroom, and he was and we was in the bar, and he was. Dancing a little bit. I was I was gonna pull out the phone, but I I let him live. Oh, well, you know that's that's the three signs. Uh, one of the three signs that your boy's outside. You know. Yeah, uh, man. I dance. Uh, I get hot. And I uh, I sing, or you know, try to oh. sing. So. But you see, know, he uh, we weren't fully outside. We had a little um, the bar we went to for ants. Shout out uh, shout out Aunt Dibbles. Yeah. So yeah, and Dig was uh just turned twenty nine. I believe his birthday is today. Yeah, um, shout out to him. We 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 linked up with them, and the bar was not packed, so I was happy about that. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. less than half full, so we was in there. Got you know what I'm saying, got some food, got some drinks. Then we went back to his crib. I was I was so lit. I started smoking hookah. There was a like, hookah. I was asking for the hookah. I and if anybody knows me, I hate hookah, but I was I was at that point where. I, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is like this, and this might be my keep book too. When I get fucked up, I will almost do anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'll smoke cigarettes. 
I might do coke. I'll take a random pill. I'll go somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I forgot that part of me. Like, when I'm fucked up, I'll I say yes to everything and I'm down for whatever, really. I mean, that's a good time to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it really don't matter. Like, I, you'd be like, I'll smoke cigarettes. <laughs> like, nigga, I don't smoke. Yeah, give me a cigarette. I'm fucked up. I'll take a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? I'll smoke hookah. I'm fucking, I'll ask for the hookah. And I, and I, I don't like hookah. Makes me lightheaded. Makes me lightheaded. Yeah. But I'll, but I'll do that shit when I'm fucked up. I mean, you know, we like a person whose inhibitions is low. My shit's a zero. <laughs> just your, your morality is Whoa, I like that. Yeah. Nah, see, I won't question my morals, but some things that I normally would say no to, I'll say yes to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, this nigga, this nigga, nigga, Terry hit somebody. <laughs> I didn't hit. <laughs> I was backing up. It was raining. And I tapped someone's car. It didn't sound like a tap, boy. It was it was just the water. It was probably the water just hitting each other. Oh, okay. But um, no bad damage. It was a little scratch. And that night, it didn't look like there was any damage. I could have swore like my bumper was gonna be dented or something. And the person I hit, they was going to the same place we was going. So we was like, "Nigga, you good? You good? You good?" And we left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I for sure, I for sure was drinking a beer. <laughs> the beer was in the cup holder when I was back. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good time, man. You know, good time. Like, I had a good time. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ant Man. And you know, happy, happy heavenly birthday to, you know, Nip Hustle was great as well. Now as we're giving out birthday shout outs, you know. We miss you down here, you know. Listen, I I I thoroughly stand for when Nip passed, man, that's when the world went crazy. That's when everything just Oh shit. It was like, hell yeah. You know. Right after him, Kobe passed, and then you know Juice World and Pop Smoke and then Corona and all this other fuck shit. That was the last time things were regular. For real, bro. Niggas shit ain't been the same since Nip died, bro. Yeah, and I think that's niggas that's just been, niggas been going through it. The yeah. world. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, happy birthday to Aunt, happy birthday to Nip, man. You know, happy birthday to anybody that's celebrating a birthday in this wild world, you know, take Celebrate yourself, brother or sister, or he, she, they, whatever your genders are, celebrate it. You know? Um, you got anything to keep it funky with? You know, that was your keep it funky, sir? Uh no, I just want to say something else that I saw about white people. Yo, okay. white people really, when they murder their whole families, they really put up family pictures like happy, happy vacation photos. Yeah. But a nigga still a candy bar. Oh, they got you know the worst mugshot. I'm like, how do you get a mugshot for a nigga still in a candy bar, but a man murdered his whole family, and you putting up a smiling picture of them niggas on jet skis? I, like, it's a joke the niggas got, but then the joke, like, played out, like, last week. I think some some white dude was, like, uh, thought his family was, like, the Antichrist, some shit. He killed his whole family, killed his two kids and his wife, and they really put up a smiling photo of the family together. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's crazy to see jokes, you know what I'm saying, but jokes got a real place. So that shit just, that shit pissed me off, really. I just, I'm pissed off about this shit. I'm like, damn, so I'm like, these niggas, these niggas, they could do whatever, but they always gonna try to show them in a good light. I'm talking about, oh, he was a good guy. I'm like, what do you mean he's a good guy? He murdered his children, infants. Not infants, but children. Like, what are you talking about? 
Mm-hmm. And then fucking smiling ass photo with the happy family. Motherfuckers know how to put up a facade, but behind closed doors really be evil. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and then just the double the the flip side when a black man does something, you know what I'm saying? They die for it. Or like on some pet on some regular ass crime, but you take the niggas up, just like Dylan Roof. You gonna take the nigga to go get some food and take him in alive, but a nigga selling cigarettes, he fucking end up getting shot on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody selling selling anything. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. So they will they'll find the best picture you be murdered for for white man murders family. There's always that there's always that meme of it's like some uh family guy where um not Stewie, uh Peter, who's getting pulled over by the police. Mm-hmm. The police had a scale, you know. The oh yeah, they take out the little card, see what color yeah. you are. Yep, so that's that's still true. So you know, you just uh, you don't stay woke and be aware of the, you know these uh these dangerous white men out here, you know, I have reservations for the other side, the uh, the women sometimes, but you know, white men are notorious, they notoriously dangerous. We'll talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> Bruh, it's just like, danger, their face needs to be next to like the word danger. Literally. So, uh, well this week, man, I just wanna, I wanna, let's talk, you know, be real, be real transparent you know people are dating right you know and i you know currently i have a lady you have a lady and i'm wondering i just want to ask for the people that are actually out here single what's wrong with fucking on the first night and i reason i asked wait what's wrong with what's wrong with what fucking on the first night you're asking people single people what's wrong with fucking on the first night especially with dating because i'm only asking because it seems like the longer people hold out on, you start developing feelings and you start, you know, naturally progressing in a relationship. And I think, and then you get to the point where you end up fucking, now you end up as bad sex or, you know, you're just not compatible there. So now the relationship mm-hmm. never hits the plateau it needs to go. Yeah. And I think people are just, they don't want to seem like it's a body or seem like they're a hoe. If they just, you know, test out the ride, you know, on the first date. Like, I see a lot mm-hmm. of people going back and forth that, you know, they hold, like, you know, we had the conversation with, you know, uh, what's that movie Steve Harvey made, that bitch-ass movie? Um, <laughs> Think Like a Man. Think like a man. Or they tell people to, you know, wait after three dates. Or, you know, women say they, they, they don't want to be a hoe and they won't fuck on the first night. Just get out the way. You know? And then it, you find out they fuck good, and then you can continue like you you get get that out the way. And I think for men too, because we want to fuck on a bitch so bad, we get so nervous when that time comes. So we get that out the way, then we can truly be ourselves because now we've already fucked. And now you, if you, if we're a fuck boy, you can go day two and go further without knowing and without dealing with the fuck boyness uh, that they're hiding. Because a lot of fuck niggas are hiding the fuck niggas because they're trying to fuck. So, you know, I just, I, I'm working this through my head. I'm just like, you know, what's wrong with just, you know, being an adult, you want to fuck uh, You obviously match. You obviously match on Twitter, Tinder, or whatever so, uh, dating app platform there is, which is intended for people to fuck. You might as well just test out the, test out the ride. Well, I think it starts, first of all, if you meet somebody that's, on your same level of life, 
I think it starts out with like, you want to be respected, right? Because I feel like if someone's like meeting someone that they perceive to be at a higher status than them, they're already fucking on the first moment. Okay. You know what I'm saying, Chris? If you meet your celebrity crush, you're not going to be trying not to fuck oh, on the first moment. If a girl meets their celebrity male crush or someone that they think is really attractive and they might think that they don't, they might never get another chance, people okay. are fucking. People are okay. fucking. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then sometimes you just meet someone at the right time, they're they're really in the mood, you're in the mood that happens. I think it happens a lot. I don't know how many relationships do actually spawn from fucking on the first night though. Like yeah, to go to come back at you. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it happens a lot. You think people get into long-term relationships after just fucking on the first night? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we'll 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 tackle that later. But also I, I have story, I think I have it's stories. in I have stories of people that fucked on the first night. Okay, you got stories. Yeah. I mean, we all got stories. You got case evidence to prove your point. I just don't know how true that is. Okay. That's but then also like it's, it's, for the most part. Thing. Go ahead. Is it a bad thing to fuck on the first night? Like you don't I would want say to no. Like if you're gonna ask me that question, no, I don't think it's a bad thing. But the reason why maybe some people are have that negative view of fucking on the first night. First of all, this this religion runs the world. You know what I'm saying? Religion, okay. churches, you know, people have a lot of faith and we're taught a lot of things growing up. You know what I'm saying? I grew, we grew up a lot around a lot of Muslim people, a lot of Christian people. I grew up in church and we're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, be reserved. Say, first of all, save it for marriage, which kind of niggas really put out the door now. You know what I'm saying? And people, people whether they want to believe it or not, they have those thoughts in their head. Like, I want to is this what I really am? It's not, everybody's not just throwing their religious beliefs to the wind. Like, it takes a process of time of you realizing, like, all right, I'm going to practice this part of religion, but not practice this part of religion. I think religion plays a lot of it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? People let, but like, people in their mid 20s and early 20s, they let go of religion, especially when you get out the house and you're not forced to go to yeah, church. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like, people are not, people are like, well, no one's watching. Think God's not watching. But guess what? Once you be a hoe for like a few months, People get depressed after the hoeing, bro. We've all seen it happen. You think so? You think so? People get depressed for hoeing? When people start hoeing, like, okay, let's, let's take a, you move, a girl moves to a new city, new job. She's in the city, and she's living her best life. Sex in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking whoever she wants, when she wants, doing da 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 I promise you, I think eight out of, eight out of ten women and men get burnt out on that shit. Because they take so many emotional losses and a lot of ups and downs and that shit. You fuck somebody you really like, but they don't fuck with you. You have a bad sexual experience. You talk about people not being prepared to deliver their best sex on the, you know what I'm saying? Because it's built up over time. Not many people are going to perform good the first night because they're just nervous. You don't know anybody. It's hard to, it's hard to have great sex the first time you fuck somebody. I agree. You know what I'm agree. saying? And a lot of, and especially the body, you want to think about the woman's mentality about it. The body count thing is a thing for some women. They don't want to just add someone to their body count and, and have that probability of the sex not being good or worth their time on them. On them now, I'm not trying to say you fuck everybody, right? On the first night. I'm just saying you, you had a great day, right? You have a great day. You got vibing well. You know, dinner. You, you know, dinner went well. You, whatever you do, what did after movie went well. Whatever. You know, you guys had a couple of drinks, and you're feeling the vibe. You know, uh, mm-hmm. your, your young lady looks good to you. You obviously got a connection. 
Chris, sex happens if all that happens, right? If you have a great yeah. day, great evening, it takes one person. One person's going to have to hold back because that's the natural progression of things. Someone's going to have to stop There's, it. I just, uh, let's just, let's just, I just want to erase the stigma of you okay. talking the first night that you're a hoe and you guys, you're, you're not destined to be in a relationship for the rest of you, you know, you know, that type of stigma. In other words, you want people to always leave the door open for sex yes. on the first night. Don't yes. close that door. Cause some girls go out on a date and they be like, I know I'm not fucking this nigga. When really, maybe you should just go with how you feel, go with the evening. And if it leads to that and it feels natural, do it. Yeah, I like that. Chris, what you, Chris, we in 2021. People are fucking right away, bro. You just talk about Tinder. No one's not fucking on the first night, bro. Especially if you link on Tinder. But no one wants to admit that they fucking on the first night. Because why we got to hit everything? Why everything got to be publicized? Because well, it's, it's the internet, bro. You internet. don't got to tell everything you're doing, bro. Literally, I just watched the movie. Literally, I just watched the movie Zola about the woman who wrote the 148 tweet about her dealing with a white Oh, girl. she got a movie? Yeah. Heard she was a lie. Huh? Heard that story was a lie, though. I heard both sides. But I like... That was a great story, story, though. That was a great story. Yeah. The, uh, she has a movie that he is endorsing about it. Um, you saw Ma Rainey's Black Bonner? Yes. The the young girl that uh, Chadwick Boseman chose Chadwick was messing with. Well, Ma mm -hmm. Rainey, he's yeah. the star. Oh, that's dope. I mean, listen, that thread was a crazy-ass story, and I think it's worthy, Like, but you see that. That's, that was a woman who was she was fucking, right? She was fucking. No, she was a pros. No, she was she was a stripper. The white oh. woman, was fucking. but okay, in real life, life. But you know what's funny? In real life, I went on her Twitter. She got OnlyFans, where she be fucking. Oh, she actually be fucking. She don't just be playing with herself and stuff. Nah, she be fucking on OnlyFans. But also, you know, people on OnlyFans, they be fucking their boyfriends. Yeah, I think it's a her man or something like that. Yeah, so she's in, she could be in a committed relationship just putting up their sex tapes. Um, would you, be, would you, be willing you just to want... Huh? Would you be willing to do it? No. no. I'm going to listen. I feel like the income that I would get from that, it, whether it be good or great, whether it be good or great, it's just like, it's forever. What's on air is forever. You feel me? Yeah. And that's not... I don't want to be pigeonholed. I feel like once you once you fuck, once you once you be say you say you come up with that OnlyFans and it's popping. That's all people are gonna ever want from you. You never be able to mainstream movies and television and commercials. You know what I'm saying? You'll always, I'm sure the the adult entertainment industry is a billion dollar industry. That's a great industry. But you know, like that's just not who I am. You know what I'm saying? I keep my personal stuff, okay. my personal, my personal movies to myself. You know what I'm saying? Very admirable. Very admirable. And I got some, I got some shit worthy. You feel me? And I'll be like, got some heat. <laughs> I got some, I got some heat. You feel me? Uh, I'm not leaving the door open for OnlyFans, okay. but, but I'm am with you on leaving the door open for first night sex because, bro, when the vibe is right, it says, and once y'all start touching each other and that fire builds up inside you, and sparks fly, and you look each other eyes and you tongue kiss and you grab ass and she feel your meat. It's like we gotta we gotta make this shit climax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
People fucking, bro. But I do think there's a lot of bad sex going on. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. As much as people promote all this good sex, I'm so would good at like, it. Would you rather have bad sex early and then, you know... I don't want to have bad sex at all. I, I'm, I'm cool with having B, 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 B plus sex, B sex, and knowing like, yo, that was a B, and that was the first time. I know we can get this to an A plus. Right. Would you I like that. Out early. You rather find that out early. Yeah, I want to know. But see, if, if we fuck for the first time and it's an F, that'll probably be the last time. But she, what if she's dope? She's like dope as fuck. You know, she's pretty. But it's tough, bro. Bad sex is like the deal breaker, bro. Like whether whether you got the equipment or she got the equipment or not. <sighs> I think I think I can live off the F, right? Right. First, like we we. I didn't gave F sex. I didn't gave. I don't know if I give F, but I didn't gave like D minus sex, like not passing, and I don't think I ever got a shot again. No, I did not get a shot again. Now I done gave C, C plus, and been like, got another shot again and did better. But any bad, like really bad, it, it was never another go around. <laughs> it was yeah. no, but you, but you, it was early though. Like, uh, yeah, it was early. Whoever decided not to give you a second pass. Nah, one time it was like after a month. I mean, that's still early, I guess. We was dating for a little bit. Yeah, but it's yeah, it was a month, though. And I know I could have did better. I just didn't do good. Yeah. Like, it was, like I said, but, it, but, it, it but it's better, away. though, that you found that, like, it happened a month versus you five months down the road and you... For sure, in. yeah. So, yeah, I would rather know earlier. I want to know whether it's good or not early. But see, how about this, though? We just let go of all of our religious beliefs that quickly, like... You, you was raised 17 years, 16 years in the house. Your mother took you to Sunday school. You went to church. They telling you to, to not have sex, not have premarital sex, not have premarital sex. Now premarital sex is a, is a prerequisite for a relationship. I have to have fucked you before I will date you, before I'll be committed to you. You feel me? Are you, are you just stating obvious? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how things have changed. I'm stating obvious. It's crazy. Because... I heard a crazy, you know, you heard that stat about arranged marriages. Like a lot of them are pretty successful. Yeah. Like more than just like, it's just like people marrying for love. It's like damn near the same percentage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. It's just thinking about it. Like obviously sex matters. Yeah, I don't want to wait till marriage to find out if pussy whack. Like I just can't do it. Like. Is and also in the great words of my man Dick Gregory, ain't no such thing as whack pussy. Ain't no such thing as bad pussy. I mean, there's un, there's there's bad pussy if you don't take care of your pussy and you just yeah. neglect your vagina. But other okay, than bad that, sex, bad sex, bad sex. Okay, you, you know? can you can be bad at sex. That's true. You could be uncoordinated. You could be clumsy. You could be uh, awkward. You could just not be relaxed. But I think when you find someone that you're compatible with. Those things will be eased. Your awkwardness will be eased because they're going to make you feel comfortable. You'll be more relaxed, so you won't be in your head so much. You'll be able to whatever. And then that's when you find a partner. You learn because I bet you the sex that you're having with your lady now isn't the same sex you were having when you first got with her. No. Y'all grown. Y'all tried new things. Y'all probably have positions that y'all know, like this is the go-to position. Or, you know what I'm saying, like y'all might try something new, especially on vacation. You know what I'm saying? So sex is evolving, especially if you're going to be with somebody 
for a long period of time, which is what everybody says they want. Maybe that's why niggas get married in jail, because they don't gotta wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, sex, sex on the first night, leave the door open. Just a little, don't, don't, just a little bit. Don't close the door. But, but seeing the shit that always, especially when I was younger, man, I know that girls are fucking certain niggas on the first night, and I want to all, I wanted to always be that nigga. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be the nigga that you don't get a pussy to when I know, like, if this other certain type of nigga came along, that you'll fuck him. But then I just had to, like, get out of my head about that and be like, I'm me. What's for me is going to be mine. And what I want, I'm going to go get. You know what I'm saying? But, and then just, when it comes down to it, sometimes you got to put in more effort in certain areas that other people do. It's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy and happiness. Mm, 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 mm. But uh, I had something else, but I can't remember. It'll come back to me. But what we got on the list this week, man, you know, it's kind of a slow, well, not really a slow news week, like slow gossip week, but it's real news going out in the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Afghanistan. Well, let's start with the, the most... The most uh basic shit and then go up. Uh I wanted to talk about this. PJ Washington, Brittany Renner. Um, we talked about this before. I think they said there was a some set, it was, I didn't believe that it was true, but they said it was a settlement that he had to pay her 200k a month. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't know if that's and, verified. Say that again. I don't know if that's verified or not. I don't I believe I would I didn't believe it, but the, the joke ran around Twitter. People was talking about like a oh, 200k. Damn, she did it. She did it. There's a video of her clearly talking about how basketball players are stupid. If you want to trap a nigga, them niggas don't wear condoms. Easy nigga to trap. Boom. Got him. And people, people went off on her about that. People said that she preyed on him. He's he's, I guess he's like five or six years younger than her. Maybe even more. Yeah, yeah I think he's like 23. She's like 30. She's yeah, 29, 30, 20. Yeah. So, boom, that happened. They split up. Now, what's going on is that he is claiming through his Instagram stories, his tweets, that he's no, that he's not able to see his son. So he's misses his son, and he went on to uh, post some songs, <laughs> some song titles uh, by Lil Dirk, "Trifling Hoes," which is a great song. If you've never heard it, you should listen to "Trifling Hoes" by Lil Dirk. Um, he also. He also posts, I miss my son. He posts pictures of him together. Can't wait to squeeze you again. Then he talked about, man, uh, people are like, people be like, she was a hoe. I should have known who you were. I miss my little man. So basically they have lived out the narrative that people painted for the relationship. Brittany Renner, a social media uh, baddie, P.J. Tucker, a young NBA rookie, a player, young NBA player, getting with this girl who got who got the, you know what I'm saying, who not a gold digger, but got what most gold diggers go for. You get the baby, you get the check for 18 years. You feel me? 18 years. 18 years. She got one of your kids. She got you for 18 years. And not to focus on them too much, but the situation it's just like it's like a it's it's a it's a ghetto novel. You feel me? Yeah. If, if you couldn't write this shit the way that they're playing out now, she has been pretty quiet. But of course, of course, when you're when you're 
that's like that's PR one on one. When you're like quote unquote in the wrong, you just shut the fuck up and let it go past you. You know, let the let it go. Uh, let the media storm just go right past you, man. Which you know that's a veteran move. You know, a lot of the a lot of these R and B a lot of these artists and entertainers. They don't understand it's a veteran move just to just be quiet for a couple of days and then you know this too shall pass. It, yes, and she's handling very well like a like a seasoned vet when it comes to the entertainment game. And you know what I'm saying she she wrote a book about fucking with rich niggas, so she she knows how to to deal in that world. He kind of got himself maybe a little bit of, of you know into deep water. He didn't know the woman he was getting. He didn't know what maybe he didn't know what her motives were or maybe her motives changed or maybe it's just a bad breakup you feel me and they yeah. slammed each other but um yeah i just wanted to revisit that because it's 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 like they're playing out like what what would anybody would say they would do you know what i'm saying yeah. her, like she, wanna, she's been pretty silent yeah i want to keep it in the same vein but veer off a little bit you know i saw you know on multiple social media platforms that um you know, they were talking about this situation and somehow it ended up with uh, the City Girl movement and how men created the Future Hive movement to negate that, this City Hive and the City Boy movement to purposely hate on women for having that, you know, having their fun. And particularly, you know, with Future Hive. Now, I just want to know, I just want to let people know, especially these, 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 this, this narrative that Future Hive has been outside for about 10 years now. And just mm -hmm. because Megan is popping, you know, and we have this play back and forth, you know, the, the congregation of Future and his teachings have been going on for 10 years or so now. You know, we mm -hmm. were, Future has been telling us how to live life as a, you know, quote unquote city boy or as, you know, part of his congregation. Now, I know PJ, now this goes back to PJ Washington. Mm hmm. I'm pretty sure he's tapped. I just, I'm just going to assume so, right? It's just, if you were tapped into the, like, obviously he knows Lil Durk, you know, he, he's posting tricycles and things like that. You're listening to the music, which is the mm -hmm. playbook. How are you not putting that two and two together? Well, I think we said it the first time. He, he got the girl that he thought he wanted, got the look. And he probably stopped doing this. He probably stopped reading his book. He probably stopped listening to the to the playlist. You know what I'm saying? He probably fell in love. He switched to the R&B playlist. You know what I'm saying he got blinded. By, he got blinded by the nice body and the, and the hair and the skin, and probably the, the sex. You know what I'm saying? Because she won this exchange so far. Oh yeah, yeah. She's winning. She's winning. She's not on social media talking shit. She's literally just in the tub. Doing, I, don't, I think I went to her page. She's not even posting nothing out of the norm. You know what I'm saying? She took down the pictures of them together, keep posting sexy stuff. She's moving along like that. But he just, he's a, so she won. You know what I'm saying? City Girl's up. City Girl's got a point. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's really City Girl, City Boys because Future, Future High Life, Future has some shit this week with his baby mom. Was, well, last week, supposedly, where uh, the baby mom tried to say that um, <laughs> he told his son, your mama hoe. And then she posted it to Jones, and then he's then he cryptically tweeted, "Pray for her." Hey, he stands on brand, bro. I tell you, bro. ain't nobody. You feel me? That. And then and listen, Future didn't come out and say nothing. Everything about Future is always secondhand. Like Future is not going on the internet specifically talking about one woman. He got a lot of women. It's like who knows what he's tweeting about? He can be tweeting about anybody. 
which is which which adds to the mystique. And then it's like, um, and then she posted on her page, she came out with merchandise talking about pray for him. You know what I'm saying? A rollout? I don't know if it's a rollout. She rolled out some merchandise, but um, I think what 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 they're trying to do, city girls, city boys, future high, is really about you being the one that wins. You know what I'm saying? You being the one that has the last word or the last lap, not the last word, the last lap. You know what I'm saying? City uh-huh. girls get the last lap if they take a nigga money. Niggas get the last lap if they fuck and the, uh, they come out unscathed without spending a lot of money. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So PJ, he definitely gonna have to spend some money for that baby. Yeah, he gonna spend some money. He, he has to go back and just, uh, he needs to go back to the church of Future Hive, you know, revisit, you know, the teachings. And you just gotta move forward, you know. If you're gonna have to, you have to, you know, go go back to the court, you know, listen to future. You're gonna, you're gonna have to go back to court. You're gonna have to, you know, play this game. So if you have that mentality when you go to court from future, you might take yeah, you might man. Be in a good position. You might be in a good position. And lashing out isn't the way. Future not future doesn't win by lashing out. Or definitely not posting like you know uh, songs he's listening to. You know that we know that he's addressing it to a certain somebody. He's definitely not st- like it's a, the thing I love about Future is his subs are less than five words. Yes, you know some cryptic like you say cryptic. He's poetic, bro. Yeah, you gotta love that. Like the sub is just the sub is the sub. You know, it's a real quick jab. You know what I'm saying? But like you say, no one knows technically who he's talking about. But we all can guess. Yeah. But, you know, like, mm, and he has so many kids. He got so many baby mothers, which probably, you know what I'm saying, which makes it harder for us to know, like, who's he talking about? He's talking about Sierra now? Is he talking about this one now? He's talking about this one now? He's talking about that one now? Um, I just I just pray for PJ, PJ uh, Washington. Um, I think it might have been for him because he's probably still on a rookie deal. He probably ain't making that much money. Yes, he's making... More than probably a doctor, probably making you know high hundred thousands. I think he's making like five mil a year. That's pre-tax. That's pre-tax, so it's really two point five. Then you got everything else. Let's see his salary. Thirty years. I mean, thirty percent taxes. He's making four point seven percent more in twenty one twenty one. So salary is four point two million. Yeah, she got. I but he's mean, still on a rookie deal, though. That ain't bread. You could blow through four million. Yeah, I mean, you got thirty percent taxes, and then you got bills to pay, and you know, take care of somebody, and then add on top of you know child support. Yeah, but you he's know. only he's the two hundred and thirtieth best played player in the NBA, so he's not making like top money. Yeah, and I don't think he his performance last year gave me the. Yeah, Melo came in and, and not going to be making like 15, 20 million a year. Yeah, he's a good prospect though. He's still young. Um, just, just see, I just, I just, like I said, I pray that they, they come to a good, you know what I'm saying? Outside of all the gossip and all the mess like that, you know, just seeing someone like go through and post the way that he's posting, you can tell he's not in a good place, especially if you can't see your child, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Pick your baby mothers wisely. Pick your baby mamas wisely. Because at the end of the day, do I think Future is happy? Probably not that happy. But I, do I? But do I think that he's um, 
if he's the villain, do I think that he's getting the best of? I think he he's 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 playing a great villain. You feel me? Yeah, he's a great. Listen, Future's name is brought up in any baby daddy, baby mama situation, or just fucking nigga situation. He could just be chilling and minding his business. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like this is this is why like you we we get in trouble for for defending Future when it's like. Uh, the women still continue to fuck this nigga. It's not like, like if you want to talk about film, he has twenty years of film, but he ends up he continues to end up with baby mamas. So, mm-hmm. he, so the women that are the new baby mamas continue to fuck with him raw. You knew he had matchups, and you knew he he could be or could not be the best father, but you fucked him raw. Let him yep. bust after baby, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just one of those things. Like there's no accountability on one side this nigga is proven to not be the best person in the world but you know he fly you out he put an ap on his wrist on your on your wrist because you know he, that he said he, if she don't got an ap that's not his bitch so you know if you know he put it he put an ap on your wrist he fly you out a couple times buy you a couple chanel purses bust you down you get pregnant and then now you want to end up crying yeah man it's like i have i have sympathy for people who are mistreated and lie to but it's like you kind of know who you messing with and you mm-hmm. get what they give like what uh what makes you think someone's going to change with you you know what i'm saying like i choose not to live my life in that way you know i'm saying i don't have multiple kids with multiple different women you know what i'm saying i'm not out here just trying to trying to have the last laugh but for entertainment purposes this should be funny and it should be going how it goes mm-hmm. um sticking with the nba um someone who definitely didn't get the last laugh Dennis Schroeder, former Oklahoma City Thunder, former Atlanta Hawk, former Los Angeles Laker. Um, talk about overplaying your hand, you know what I'm saying? Kind of leveraging too far. He um, signed with the Boston Celtics for $5.8 million for 2021-2022 season, but he was offered a contract by the Los Angeles Lakers for how many years? $84 million? Yeah, five, four, four or five years, 85 mil. Mm-hmm. So they gave him a really good extension. Um, you know, this is the dark side of betting on yourself. You know, they sent him a great extension. Uh, and he said no. He said four, he four years, 84 million. Oh, so that's over 20, 20 million to live in LA four years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the dark, like I said, it's the dark side of betting on yourself. You know, we applaud niggas that bet on themselves and, you know, beat the odds and play out their contract and, you know, put the numbers up where they're, you know, like, you know what, I'll play my contract, you know, let's talk about, you know, show me the money, show me that Brinks truck. And I, we love that story, but those are all, those are the stories we see uh, more often than the ones that usually probably happen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. where someone's betting on themselves and they didn't sign that contract. You know, they said they're going to play out their contract and try to get more money in the offseason, and they didn't get it. So now they're on a bad deal. Yeah, man. He's um, – yeah, he left a lot of money out. He fumbled the bag, like they like the, like the kids would say nowadays. Yeah. Um, And it's different fumble than, like, there's niggas that have, like, pushed it and they got injured. That's why niggas do so much to try to secure the money because they know it only takes one play. You know yep. what I'm saying? Football, basketball, any sport, it only takes one play, one incident for you to never be able to perform at that level again or be the same player again. 
So, you know what I'm saying? That's why some people do play conservatively. I remember last the last dance documentary, uh Scotty Pippen took that deal when he was when you know what I'm saying it was it was it was a small deal, but he was like, look, who knows what the fuck could happen? And people could look back 2020 and be like, 2020 hot side, be like, damn, nigga, like you could have got way more money. But he played it safe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He played it safe and took L. But he Schroeder didn't play it safe. You know what I'm saying? He didn't accept the offer, thought he hit. He could hit the market, get more money. He hit the market, and he did not get the money. You know what I'm saying? And I like Dennis Shooter as a player. He he definitely uh, stepped up for Oklahoma City the year that he was there. But with the with the Lakers, he did not prove that he was worth that bag. And you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But yeah, if he didn't, if he accepted that extension, they would not be able to pull off the offseason they had. You know, picking Westbrook up. So the mm-hmm. Lakers won. The Lakers won. Yeah, because that nigga already secured the bag. That nigga, that nigga Russell Westbrook then signed a two hundred million dollar contract. So yeah. all these teams that he's going to forty million dollars this year. All the teams that he's going to, they still taking on that contract. But um, yo, Shooter, he has like he's on a one year deal. He still has the opportunity to get the bag, but he has to ball out of his mind. Yeah, like, yeah. He has to be like damn near a, a second team NBA all defensive team. Average over 17 points a game, which he might be capable of. He might not be. Yeah, I mean, pray for him, man. You know, he has prayers for him. But see, and this is a loss. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it because the Celtics, they just gave Marcus Smart like 70 million. Marcus Smart got four years, 77 million. But Marcus Smart is definitely a little bit more proven. Yeah. Four year, four year, seventy seven million dollar max extension. Man, do you know how nuts these numbers are? We're talking about like it's just red, like it's regular. I mean, we're reading them because we see them, but like I remember, I never forget when when Oklahoma City signed Russell to that contract. It was like two hundred twenty five million, two hundred twenty six million dollars. I did the math of how much he makes a game, and it was like three hundred thousand dollars a game. Like his game checks, you know, they they get paid. Just like we get paid paper, they get paid per game. Three hundred thousand dollars a game. That's fucking bananas, bro. Like, and that so just to get four years seven, like that's why when people talk about like this is generational life changing money. Like this is this is you know what I'm saying four hundred players in the in the world get paid at this top level. That's not even included in endorsement deals and things of that nature in business. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy money to talk about. It's something to aspire to. You know what I'm saying? This is like a rare, rare air. But to see somebody take that L, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to see how he responds to it because, you know, I'm sure there's times where you picked yourself to do something and you didn't do it. You you, you know what I'm saying? You, you took a test and you failed the test or you didn't pass the test. You know what I'm saying? It's about how you get up and... and, and and perform for that next test, man, because yeah, it's like on some life shit, man. You can't just, yes, he took an L. Yes, he yes he lost money, potentially. Yes, definitely lost money because he had a higher offer. But, you know what I'm saying? What you do from here? What you do from here? You got to ball out, bro. Got to ball out. Better stay in the gym. <laughs> it's like, I'm not leaving. I would be so more, I would have like a, 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 article of the offer like it would be like my Kanye I would be like Kanye like you move into the, the stadium yeah you gotta move into the stadium bro like I gotta sleep in this 
Yeah, but for like five million dollars a year is not nothing to sniff at. But it's just you could have had twenty million a year. <laughs> I mean, it's like twenty, twenty, and and to live in L.A. Twenty million and living. Yeah, now you moving to racist ass Boston. Yeah, and you got and you're playing with LeBron and AD. Damn near guaranteed. Jason Tatum, Tatum is not like Jason Tatum is Jason Tatum. He's a baller. He's a hooper. Mm-hmm. He's not LeBron. Nope. I don't know if he will ever be. Exactly. LeBron is like, I don't know, like I don't know because they you saw that uh, there's two players left from the 2003 draft. LeBron and Carmelo Anthony. So he's on the way out the door. Like, who is going to be the face? I mean, obviously, Steph Curry. Steph Curry hooped last year. Like, Steph Curry is still that man. But it's like, who's going to be that next dynasty in the NBA? You know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron LeBron does not have seven years left to play. He'll be out of the league in the next five, six years. Yeah. So it's just thinking about who's going to be the next people. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you got Devin Booker. You got Jason Tatum. You got uh, Trey Young. You got who else was with Luka. Yeah, Luka, um, Luka and Giannis. Luka and Giannis. There you go. So Giannis. And there you go. So Giannis, that's probably the closest, like, because the Bucks. I don't know what they've done in the offseason, but you know what I'm saying? I, I think, yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks will be there, but I don't know if they're this the, uh, the favorite um, to win it again. Yeah, I mean, we got – Brooklyn healthy. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to – yeah, yeah. So, K is uh, – you got KD, you got Giannis, you got Steph, you got Trey, you got Luka. The NBA is in great hands. Um, Moving on along. <laughs> speaking of great hands. <laughs> speaking of great hands, go ahead. Adam, there's a video going viral on the internet where apparently it's in Alexandria where it is uh, – I've heard two stories where it's a same-sex couple or it's a man and a woman. But regardless, there is a oh man, it's flooding. Like this past couple of weeks have been crazy. Yeah, it was flooding out here last night in yeah. Richmond. The rain has been going crazy, right? Uh, so it looks like they were trying to cross the street or whatever, or cross. At this point, it's a river because it's flooding. Flooding goes crazy, right? Yes. And the, the person's trying to you know, take his, get his lady or their lady over to safety. And what happened was, you know, the river at this point is 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 going crazy. You know, high volume waters. It's rain. You know, they're stepping across. You know, they hit deep deep ends of the uh, of the river at this point, and they're you know the lady falls off the person's back, right? And it looks like it's it's gonna get nasty because they're floating away. They can't grab each other. They're trying to get to safety. Miraculously, miraculously, as we said in good hands. There's a big, uh, bigger gentleman who comes up and becomes the hero and mm-hmm. grabs the woman, particularly who's in the dress, and, and guys are off the safety. He picks her up, you know, real strong, like, you know, yep. and drags her off the safety. But she also, the young lady that was falling away, she pushes away her significant other because she's sick and tired of this person. Yeah, they, they, they were getting swept away in a, in a river. Yeah. And so now, the, you, yeah, yeah. So, so now the question is, Terry, like, what are you doing in this situation? Because you're trying to help your woman, and a guy who's obviously bigger and stronger. I mean, so- I'll say this though: <laughs> if someone like if people, I'm gonna post a video. You, we, everyone, will see the video. The guy was just helping. 
You know what I'm saying? Sure. He was just being a good guy, trying to help, like, who knows? Their phones might have been in their pockets. Obviously, they're soaking wet. You know what I'm saying? The dude was just helping. I would be appreciative at first. Okay. I would be appreciative. Like, thank you, bro. Like, damn, I lost it. <laughs> I couldn't because, bro, I did lose it. You know what I'm saying? And now that they're trying to say that maybe it was a lady that was carrying the other lady across. Yeah, so I heard two stories. This just kind of lets you know that um, sometimes it pays to be a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Strength, strength. <laughs> sometimes it pays to be, it pays off to be a man. And maybe your your dyke girlfriend isn't as strong as you think she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's the incorrect terminology or whatever, but um, I couldn't be too mad because I failed. I fell, I oh. dropped you. We got swept away in the water. I thought that I could just trudge through this bitch like I was like I was motherfucking a uh, crocodile Dundee. And then Shorty, and Shorty had her yeeks out too. Yep. At the end, you know what I'm saying? The dress is up and she wrapped around the dude's neck. She's like, oh, thank you. You wrapped the wrap. It's, it's the wrapping around for me. I don't know. My masculinity is a little bit fragile because I was like, you know, we're gonna join together. This is a hit. This is this is this is a point blank hit to the jaw. Yeah. Right in the sweet spot of your male ego or your ego, period, for you to be trying to help a significant other and then drop it. And then someone coming along and picking them up. I said to you when we were talking about before, she's probably in love with the, the dude that picked her up. Like he's a hero. He literally saved you. Like lit, this is not a fake save. This is a genuine save. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So there's definitely a lot of gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Who knows how she'll decide to show her gratitude? You know what I'm saying? You just gonna have to charge to the game, bro. Like, you know, just, I you gotta give her a whole pass. You gotta give like you can fuck that nigga. I mean, if anybody can fuck your bitch, it's the nigga that saved her life. So yeah. I mean, I, you can't get mad, right? You gotta give that whole pass. You can get mad because human emotions are not rational. Because I'm sure, Chris, you said yourself. Even though you dropped your bitch, you still angry. You angry at the, the the fact that another nigga, even though you should be thankful, you're you're a little angry. You're a little upset. And, and exactly. And then my my brain, you're gonna fuck him regardless. Either, Look either she ain't got no phone. Is it physically or mentally? Mm-hmm. She's gonna either masturbate. It's both, nigga. really. Yeah. So I'd rather you might as well get out the way because like I can't be thinking about like I'm trying to fuck you and you thinking about this nigga picking you up and strong man strong arming you, you know, for mm-hmm. your safety. Now I can't even beat it up right because you thinking about this nigga like he picked her up like Melvin did in and baby boy. Yeah, you, know? you better get a you gotta get a bitch that you can handle her weight, man. This was not a look, this was a this was a, a, a bigger lady. This wasn't no little skinny little twig type of girl. And niggas want thick, niggas want thick jokes until it's time to well, go. My man up. swooped in, boy, and she reached up for him, him like a baby, like <laughs> she grabbed him like daddy, <laughs> daddy. Uh, yes, like I said, you gotta let oh. like, hey, you can fuck, you can fuck it. You got, you gotta let him, you gotta let her fuck. But I'll say this though, this is straight nature. This is just like watching National Geographic. The stronger, yeah. more, more, uh, more athletic lion came in. And now that's his jump. That's he. That's he. That's who fucks all the bitches in the pride. If you're a lion, the strongest, the most able to fight. Now, if the way he picked her up, I'm saying if the nigga tried to throw hands, no, you don't want. You don't. 
you don't even want problems, bro. That's like the questions of like, bro, you know, never if, even came if this buff nigga slapped your girl's ass, what would you do? Like, you can't do nothing. You got to pop him. You got to shoot him. But see, that's different because he violated. In this yeah. in this instant, he didn't violate. He helped you. you yeah, he needed, like, you were struggling. You were whoever no, was struggling. You, <laughs> if anybody needed help, it was this individual in this yeah. moment. Yes. He did the right thing. He did the right thing. Shawty, her weed fucked up. Her, she probably got dirty ass. That's sewer water, all type of shit. Yeah, bro. You got you to gotta chalk this up to the game. Either if you love her, you got to give her that hall pass. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. I'm not going that far. Because she's I'm just saying. It's like, this is the equivalent of you getting knocked out in front of your shorty. Oh, yeah, you lost her. You definitely oh, see, lost now her. I'm at Ben Simmons' so, uh, group videos. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you, de- bro. You ain't see the movie, uh, the Nobody movie, right? You seen that movie? Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I did. Remember when the, the dudes broke into their house? Mm-hmm. The, two, the couple broke into their house, and he didn't fuck them up. They got out. They got away. They stole the son. The way that the wife looked at him, she didn't even look at him like a man. Like, she was, like, disappointed and kind of sorry for him. And you don't want your woman to look disappointed and sorry. That's, like, the worst shit ever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You want her to look at you, and I've seen someone, uh, probably was Joe Bunn Podcast, they was like, once... Once a shorty don't see you in the way, once a shorty sees you in a different way, it's hard for her to go back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she sees you in that weak, vulnerable, punk-ass way. Like, women want to be protected and provided for. You can't protect me from fucking water, nigga. That's literally one of the two things we're on is our to do. Protect, protect and provide. Literally. <laughs> we, got, we're, we got more muscles. We're, we're supposed to be able to handle some shit if it go wrong. Pick up some heavy shit. Fix some shit. Carry you across water. That's part of the program. If you well, now, it. now, but now, this, if it is a shorty, it's a lesbian couple, is she supposed to protect? Now, she just got to buy a bigger strap on. Yeah. She got to add two inches to the deal, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, shit, this 11 ain't working. I got to go get 13. You feel me? Like, yeah. Because yeah. it's just, um, it's an L. It's an L, man. And you you probably definitely gonna be mad at the dude, but when you take a step back, you really can't be mad at him because you dropped the bitch multiple times. You tried to pick her up too. <laughs> that person was struggling, fam. Bro, they lost the battle. The river won. <laughs> the river won. The flow won. And just to say, I'm tired. Like, don't mistake Virginia with DC. I understand, like people from far different places don't under, really understand the difference between Virginia, D.C., and Maryland. But it's very clear to people that are from the area. You're not in D.C. if you're in Arlington. You're not in D.C. if you're in Alexandria. You're not in D.C. if you're, you're in Virginia. You're in Virginia. If you're not, you're not in D.C. And the D.C. nigga will tell you straight up and down. You was where? That wasn't D.C. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you're in certain places in, in Maryland, you're in Maryland. You're not in D.C. I'm saying whether or not they grandma live wherever they live. So that's just, that's just me being in you know, the hometown since I'm, um, you know what I'm saying? I'll be back there shortly. But uh, yeah, man, those are L. Those are L. I didn't see until tell, tell, tell today, I didn't see the end of the video. I was like, oh, damn, they just got swept away. I didn't see the nigga swoop in like he did, man. That's Superman. He's Superman. Yeah, man. You now you're bitches lowest lane. First to that couple, and hopefully they make it through this tough situation. Hopefully. 
I have a random question for you since you, uh, before we get to like the heavier stuff. Um, you're, you're a comedian, obviously. And there was a, somebody was interviewing Dan Waynes and they asked him who would he go up in uh, verses with? And he threw out, you know, the big dog, Dave. Say that who? Dave Chappelle? Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Okay. How do you how you feel about that matchup and you know and Damon Wayne's calling See, out? People Dave. forget who Damon Wayne's is though. Yeah, he's a, like, he's a legend. Even at no, but even as a stand-up, right? Now the path that he went, like Damon Wayne's had stand-up special. You could watch in the 90s, like hilarious. Damon Wayne's, I think, is the funniest Wayne's that there is. Yeah, yes, he is by far. I think he's like the natural, like Marlon might be second, like just naturally funny. But Marlon's stand-up is not as good as Damon's stand-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've watched his stand-up. So, but Dave Chappelle, like, Damon Wayans hasn't been consistent in stand-up in years. You know what I'm saying? Once he made that transition to movies and television, which is the route that most actors went, like Eddie Murphy, we saw exactly what Eddie Murphy did. Got hot on stand-up, did SNL, started movies, and he left stand-up and never went back because you know why? I'm making 10, 20 million dollars a movie. That's the path, that was the path that everyone tried to follow. Like even um now Richard Pryor, he always came back to stand-up, even with throughout his career. But um Eddie Murphy has been the prototype and the most successful black comedian. You know what I'm saying? And that was the path. And right after Eddie Murphy, it was the way. Are you sure it's Kevin? I just wanna I just like Kevin Hart. Yeah, the most successful black comedian. I would say quality of work puts puts Eddie we're just talking facts yeah no no like personal choice like yes Eddie Murphy has had good movies but he has way more good shit in my opinion movie wise well that's a fact I was just challenging on oh yeah 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 numbers are different because because Kevin Hart definitely took this shit to another level making money being a businessman diversifying because he makes money off his stand-up he made money off his tours but then he started making money off movies started making money off apparel and Nike and things of that nature and doing his motherfucking thing. But uh, Damon Wayne's calling out Dave Chappelle is, I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying now okay. it's something I love to see. Now, I definitely think at this point right now, the, the, the run that Dave is on is just, he's very hot right now. So it's like a nigga trying to come up like, like you trying to go at the nigga, the hottest nigga in the game right now. Like, you might be formidable, but that nigga has like the momentum. You feel me? And Dave Chappelle like has momentum. His specials have been great. Even his even his specials that came out, they weren't even funny. Like you just want to hear Dave Chappelle talk. And no one has heard Damon talk in so long. Now, Damon is, you can't, I'm telling you, Damon is just as funny as Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle might just have more mystique behind him. You know, he he left the fifty million dollars on the table, but mm, I love to see that shit, man. I really would. I I, I would too. I I wonder, like we're, we're we're being hypothetical right now, right? What would a comedic versus look like? Is it just uh, Jonin for you know 15, 20 minutes going back and forth? Is mm-hmm. actual stand up? Are they putting clips together? It. You know, I think I think having comedians, it gotta be. I want it to be multimedia. You guys say multimedia. I want it to be multimedia. So what I want is, you put together your best clips from your movies, your features in like movies and television. Do that. Your best clips. 
then I want to see like a, a standoff battles. So like, I want to see somebody go up, do 15 minutes, the other person go do 15 minutes and then flip and then do it that again. You know what I'm saying? Like you do, and they just not like at each other because I don't know if just making fun of each other really tell, I want you to talk about, I want you to have no like constraints about what you can talk about. Yeah. So I want to see like put together a reel of your funny on-screen shit. Then I want to see y'all go go at it on the stage, but not at each other. I just want to see you put your best time together. You put your best time together. You put your best time together. But it's because it's like comedy is really subjective. A lot of things make you laugh that don't make me laugh, and make other people laugh, and make other people laugh. So that would be that might be one part of it. And then maybe like a writing, like y'all have the same topic that might be better give like them that. both the same like topic give them both the same topic or topics and then judge them on what they come up with off of that you know what i'm saying and then have the then have the one where you could do what you want so that's the, so the three phases you have the freestyle stand-up jump you have the topics that you get picked for you stand-up jump and then you have your reels together bro damon got movies mobile money yeah, Fuck no, no. Man. Reels, I think with the multimedia piece, Damon's gonna get Dave out of here. Like, because my wife and Dave, kids, even though Dave got the Chappelle show, of course, right? Oh, yeah, like, Chappelle show is tough. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to beat. But then uh, Damon's got a living color, my wife and kids. Yes, yes, you know, which got, I'm a burst all of that shit. Son, his in living color reel, I don't care what you say, it's fucking with the Chappelle show. It is. Bro, he has the gay niggas. He has the, the gay nigga jump. He has Bozo the Clown, Bo, Bozo the Clown jump. Homie the Clown jump. He got the Jamaican jump, like where they was like the Jamaican. Young people, go back and watch them in color, bro. I got it on DVD, so you already know what time it is. Son, he got the motherfucking Jamaicans. Always got a job jump. He got, son, he has a lot. And then once you go to my wife's sitcom shit, my wife and kids, and then the movies. You remember David Wayne was a movie star? Yeah. He was in major pain, major pain, nigga. Major pain, more money. He had some like, like bulletproof joint. He had a joint with Adam Sandler. It was like yeah. this. Maybe that was Keenan. It was Keenan. No, that was oh, Adam. Yeah. That was Damon. That was Damon. That was Damon. That was Damon. But this is what I'm saying though. Like, he got, he got the uh, uh, the joint too when he was a boxer. What was it called? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Great White Hype. Yeah. He got another joint a little like Dan Aykroyd where he's like a bass. He plays a basketball player. Yeah, he was like trying to uh, kidnap his ass. Dad, he played for the Jazz. He played for the Jazz, bro. And it was like a Celtics fan that kidnapped him. All I'm saying is, I love to see it. Um, I can't pick nobody with that one because Dave is Dave, and I know who Damon is. You know what I'm saying? I know who that is because that's who I grew up seeing. Like Major Pain to this day, my, one of my favorite movies. I know, I know, I knew that movie word for word. You know what I'm saying? Word for word. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That that story he told Tiger in the bedroom, talk about Charlie came out the back of the train. He only had two little nubs kicking like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said the only way he said, unless you can flip up on your hands, we ain't gonna make it. Son, Damon's that nigga. And just as animated and just as smart as motherfucking um Dave Chappelle. So let's do it. Let's see it. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things where you gotta. If someone brings to you, you gotta call the big dog. You know, I think I like I like when people you know put their shit on the pedestal. But I mean, do we have anything else before we get to the the hard topics? 
Um, you already said happy birthday, happy birthday to Nipsey. Do you want to talk Dr. Dre's daughter, or is that what we're doing in the topic? We can talk about that next week. Okay, that's fine. I mean, well, I mean fine with me. I mean, we can we can touch base on the uh, we can touch base on the Afghanistan shit, or we can do a. Deontay update. You have to do the Deontay update this week. Um, Deontay update. Uh, I don't know much about the Afghanistan. What's going on in Afghanistan? I pray for Afghanistan. This is just another um example of like this manifest destiny. The America going out trying to save, not really manifest destiny because that they're just whatever trying to colonize stuff, but going out and trying to save the world in a, like stabilized places to understand that. The military did what they did and the go forward. They did what they did after 9-11. You know, they got to go out and seek revenge on stuff. But countries have their own culture. They have their own identity. And they don't want American interference. I know that. Like, I'm sure of that. And it's hard. You can't just put troops in a country and just like, oh, we're going to leave them here for 20 years and not allow them to govern themselves and police themselves and all that shit like that. Because things like I believe things like this happen, you know what I'm saying? Um, pray for pray for Afghanistan, pray for the people, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the governments because you know it's a few making decisions for a lot of people, and they often don't make the best decision for other people. You know what I'm saying whether it be our government or their government or just governments in general. Um, do you have anything you want to say about Afghanistan? Uh, like I said, fuck the government, pray for the people. It's um. It's a tough thing to see that, like, I think there's faults on all sides. You know, of course, America's definitely due for the majority of it. Um, but, you know, they we spent a lot of, like, I think the overall situation, how sad it is. Um, well, if you're not privy to the Afghanistan, Afghanistan situation, the, uh, we, the Americans were moving out of Afghanistan. We've been there for 20 plus years, have spent billions of taxpayer dollars, countless American soldiers have passed in either fighting and or, you know, PTSD and suicide, you know, just a whole bunch of generations fucked up for this dumbass, uh, you know, occupation. And so, Taliban has taken, taken over um, basically part of the country, most of the country at this point, um, you know, once we moved away. But the, my, you know, I'm also... I'm also very interested to see why like we spent 20 years, quote unquote, teaching, you know, and building up, you know, the Afghanistan military and uh, police for them to just get ran through in a week. Right. So it, what is going on? Like, was there corruption in terms of like the money we're spending on these people? Uh, not these people, but, you know, on the military and things like that. Why aren't other people helping out? Um, you know, in terms of the other governments, like what's, you know, the governments that are around them, like Pakistan, you know, I can't think of any other countries that's around them, like India, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just, it, it, but this is the situation that has been ongoing and mishandled for 20 plus years. And now there's going to be a generations of fucked upness, you know, it's like when the U.S. left Vietnam, like in the 70s and 80s, like we was there for 10 years, right? And we lost that war. We didn't, you know, terrible, 
leadership and, you know, mad people died for nothing. Mad mm-hmm. people had, you know, you know, our fathers and forefathers and our grandfathers were fucked up, you know, mentally after that, you know, that led to like, you know, the house being, you know, uh, fucked up, you know, people leaving, you know, so, you know, prayers for the families and prayers for the kids and the women and then, you know, just the civilians that got nothing to do with this, but, you know, I'm, I, you know, prayers for everybody involved, bro. Prayers for Haiti too. You know, they had a, a fucking earthquake like two days ago. You know, so shit is fucked up. Haiti, Haiti cannot catch a break, man. Then their their fucking president get assassinated and shit. Yep. Bro, the news is crazy, fam. Like, and think I think about this all the time. Like, yo, what are the like? We just got born in America, right? And America yeah. Has a great, America has a stable-ish, stable-ish infrastructure, you know what I'm saying, uh, institutions, and, you know, it's like first world country. Like, we just got the luck of the drug just being born here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's, there's it's, plenty of literally, places. Literally, literally, bro. There's and plenty of places we could have been born where it's just not stable, where they just don't have an infrastructure, where they just, you know what I'm saying, they just have been for whatever outside reasons been unable to develop to the level that other countries around them have other countries around the world. We are blessed to the highest degree, bro. We are blessed. Just by the luck of the draw, bro, you just born in America, though. So yeah, man. As you say it too much, people might start thinking you're you're MAGA or whatever, but yeah, I think I love America. I mean, I I do. I I listen, bro. I, I'm not even going to tell. Like, I love living here, bro. It's like safety. Like, yeah, shit is fucked up here. But we don't have a destabilized government. <laughs> you know you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, like, yeah. A, 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 you know, a hurricane or a, a earthquake isn't going to destabilize, you know, have the country fucked up and in ruin for 10 plus years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we're, we're, we're doing a podcast on a fucking Zoom with decent internet. Exactly. It's one of those things like you got to really be objective about like, I'm, I'm not sitting here talking about I hate America. I do not hate America. I hate the fucked up parts of America. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, and I hate the history that, that they do, they try to re- repress and hide. And I hate, you know what I'm saying? But I do like some things about America. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And we just don't want to talk about that because yes, we're focused on the issues that we're trying to improve. But you know, like I understand that there are pros it's not all cons you know what i'm saying and that's what white people always wanted you to man what do you mean this is the land of the free home of the brave i'm like yeah it's land of the free but i ain't as free as i should be yeah you know and i don't have you know so and there's still fucked up shit going on like i said the hoods and the projects around here rival third world countries which how is how is that a thing sure you know we live in this we live in a first world country where you could go you know what i'm saying there's motherfuckers with billions of dollars living in this, and then I like, go right on up. That's not how it should be. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not how it should be. True. Um. Yeah, we didn't, we weren't even supposed to go into that like that, but yeah, we we're we're we're, we're, we're well versed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's end all. Let's end it, uh, this this week with a Deontay update. You have to give. Okay, I got you. That's where I was going. So love after lockup. New episode dropped last Friday, August, whatever, and we go back in, and you know we the couple that we're most focused on, the Virginia Beach's finest. <laughs> so, 
uh, Deontay and Nicole. Now, you guys remember last week, uh, Deontay confronted her when she spent when she, when he found her getting into the car of her ex boyfriend. Um, he he went off. He turned up. Um, he he went to his car, threw a whole bunch of shit out of the trunk of that was her belongings. He cussed her out, called her in shit. He directed his energy in the right place though, on the low. Like if you notice, he didn't go out to do. He didn't mm-hmm. say nothing to the dude because like you can tell he not, has playerness in him. You can tell he has a little bit of playerness. He has he has an understanding about some basic rules about carrying yourself as a man that you should do. You know what I'm saying? He didn't like as this very player, you don't go at the nigga, you're supposed to go at the woman. That's the one you talk to. You have nothing to do with this nigga. Well, now she's the one that's been disrespecting you and violating y'all relationship. You see, I put relationship in quotes because the relationship is very flimsy and very weak. She seems to be um Definitely taking advantage of him, getting the most out of him that she can, fresh out of jail, not giving him sex, not giving him affection, telling him that uh she's not ready to do that. And he's been he he's he has a sex toy, he's been pleasuring himself, not cheating on her, waiting for her. Like he's been waiting for her. You know what I'm saying? And um she proceeds to after he kirks out those shit, leaves. Says fuck you. She gets in the car with dude and drives off and goes off into the sun, the to the night with him. She comes back in the morning and admits to sleeping with the dude. Mm-hmm. So she has she had sex with the white boy, her ex boyfriend named Zach, and um, boom, she comes back home. But her mother is sitting out there waiting because her mother heard Deontay throwing a throwing a hissy fit in the street. You know what I'm saying? And her mother confronts her, tells her like, "Yo, you fucked up. You lean him on. You need to tell him what it is. Do you really love him? Do you not love him?" Very moral and nice lady, you know what I'm saying? To my, you know what I'm saying? Calling her daughter out, telling her she ain't shit. Would you want somebody to do this to you? You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Boom. She's like, yeah, I'm wrong, you're right. I need to tell Deontay. I just, I just, you know, that was my ex and I still have feelings for him and it's so hard to be committed to one person, whatever. She's making these valid points, but you don't. If you're feeling that way, you need to tell him you're feeling that way. Yeah. You don't need to lead him on, which is exactly what Nicole is doing. This young white harlot, you know what I'm saying? That was his first mistake getting a white woman. Boom. <laughs> now, Deontay's mad. This week's episode, he goes to hang out with his friend, goes to the gym. He's angry. He's like, damn, man. But he's still got something in his heart for her, you could tell, because he's not still shitting on her. He's like, man, if she just wanted to, I could see why she had feelings for him. That's her ex. You know what I'm saying? Uh, blah, 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 blah. But he's trying to rationalize why. He's rationalizing her. Okay going in the car with the other dude. He literally said, I understand she might still have feelings for this dude. It was her ex. She goes, she goes, he goes to the gym to talk to his um homie. His homie's in there like, yo, son, what's going on? Why are you so long in the face? <laughs> He's like, man, Nicole. And he proceeds to tell her, tell him what happened. He's like, oh yeah, so it's over. I told you she was a hoe. <laughs> She's a hoe. She fucking everybody but you, like I said. Now the friend is very blunt, very honest. Probably some something that I might say to my friend if he was getting done wrong by a woman. And but Deontay proceeds to take a phone call. Gets up from the bench. He said, he said his friend asked him who that is. He said, Man, mind your business. He goes so and talks to her. You know it's Nicole. Of course it's Nicole. Nicole calls and says, Yo, I'm sorry. And he's like, Man, yo, we need to talk. And she's like, Yeah, we do. Can I see you? No, first of all, she don't apologize. She don't apologize. She just says, yo, we need to talk. And he's like, you know what, you're right. And she asked when, she, when can I see you? He's like, you know what, can, can you want to talk tonight? She says, nah, we can't talk tonight. And he's like, she's like, how about tomorrow? I'm bu-. She said, I'm busy, how about tomorrow? 
And he's like, man, all right, tomorrow. Boom. Cut away to her. Her ass is getting ready. Looks like she's getting ready for a fucking date. She's putting on lipstick. She's doing her hair in the mirror. She got on a red dress. Maybe the red dress he bought her. Which he probably definitely bought her because when she came out of jail, I don't I didn't see her mom do nothing for her. Yeah, no money. She put on a dress talking about, yeah, I don't know if I should tell him where I'm going tonight. I'm going to go see Tia. Tia is the joint that she was fucking when she was in jail. The woman. Tia does not live in Virginia. Tia lives in North Carolina, but Tia came up to see her. She gets in an Uber, meets Tia at the restaurant. Tia is a white woman with face tattoos, wearing a, a polo, the big letter, big number polo, number three polo. Woo! Couple gold chains, country accent, white girl. She's giddy. She's like, oh my God, I got butterflies in my stomach, Nicole. I can't wait to see her. I don't know what she looked like. I've never seen her out of jail. She goes on a date with the girl. They proceed to have drinks, laughs. She asks for a kiss. She kisses the girl at the table at the dinner. Boom. Second time she cheated on Deontay. Literally, she probably cheated when she went on a date. Boom. She's like, she's like, so what you want to do? The the uh, Tia girl. And he's like, she's like, I want to go back to the hotel with you. Straight up. Straight up. Wow. Straight up. And so boom, they get in the Uber. They get to the hotel. Now, I know if, if you watch the show, there was like a little snippet, a clip, and they show somebody picking her up. It looked like it's a nigga. I thought it was Zach again. But it wasn't yeah. that good, Tia. And she kind of shitted on Zach's sex game, though. She said, like, I ain't had sex with a man in four years, and that's not really what I expected. It wasn't bad, but it just ain't what I expected. So basically, it wasn't good. <laughs> but Tia, she's turned on by Tia. Tia get on top of her. Tia take off her take off her polo. She got on a sports bra. She picking her up. They making her out. You know they get the little scene with the cameras in the room. Then they kick the cameras out the room, and we can only guess what happens after that. She done fucked twice on Deontay. And Deontay's over there with a sex toy jerking himself off with a sex toy named after her, giving her thousands of dollars, buying her Jordan, buying herself off. Oh my God, like this is, this is, this is Hall of Fame level going out bad. Bro, and he's, he's still entertaining idea of forgiving her. Oh, I didn't tell you the best part. Not the best part, one of the worst parts. He literally said, look, I'm fine with forgiving people. I'm fine with giving people a second chance. This is after he's seen her with Zach Jones. So he's, he's already forgiven her or prepared himself to forgive her. He said, I'm fine with giving people a second chance. I'm just not into giving third and fourth chances. Verbatim, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. So now, will she tell him that she's smashing the girl? Because that would be her second chance, technically. Her third chance. Yeah. Third chance, third chance. Yeah, man. And her mother's trying to tell her to do the right thing, but she's steady on camera talking about, look, I just, I don't know, you know, I, I, I have these feelings for other people and it's just tough. I, I, I want to know that I'm ready to be with Deontay, so I got to go out. She's like, acting like she got to fuck other people to know that she'll be ready to be with him. She's trying Deontay, to get her whole phase out on the man while he's like there. There, present. And she's not giving, like, I understand if you was having a whole phase, but, but you were still giving him pussy. You're not you like nothing making, from her. Nothing. She's making nothing but excuses on why she's not fucking him, but giving everybody else ass. Right, this is Hall of Fame level going out bad. Hall of Fame level. Yeah, man. It's uh 
I just hate for a black, a dark skinned brother. That's, that's what it is, man. That's what it is for me. To get caught into caught in the tendrils of a white vampire bitch that's just sucking him, just sucking him of his assets. You know what I'm saying? And he said so many times, he said, when he was cussing around, he said, I would have did anything for you. He said, get this nigga to buy you titties. It looked like he was nutting up. It looked like he was stepping up and really talking. He's like, look, you ain't about to be out here disrespecting me. And I don't know if you remember last week, she said, oh my God, he got mad. That kind of turned me on. Yeah. She literally said, that kind of turned me on. And I like him. I don't want no man that's just going to be a pushover and do whatever I say do. He, he thinks his love is what he should lead with. And his love is going to get what he wants from this woman. But demand and respect is what's gonna get him way is gonna get him where he actually wants to be. Just giving all your love to somebody without them having to prove anything to you is not the way to go. And he's just a lover. He's like, I, he even said to his friend, "Don't be mad because I love harder than you, nigga." Who told you to love so hard? You don't even know this woman. You can only love hard. Like I understand loving hard if you were like this is a ten year committed relationship and you just. You're trying to fight for your lot, you know, fight for your relationship, but you just you don't know this woman. Bro, you gotta like at least, at least the creepy, at least the creepy white man is making her like prove to him that she's worthy of the stuff he's giving her. Like a place to stay, uh, he ended up buying her a car or about to buy her a car and stuff like that. He's like, there's like for, for you to get this, you gotta like prove this and this to me. And it don't gotta be sex. Like I'm not saying that he gotta demand you gotta suck my dick for me to buy you shoes. No. Set your you prove test her test her in some way or check and see if she's actually for you. She has failed every test to prove that she's for him. Yeah. She's done and nothing but make out with him one time and give him a little strip tease. And you act like that's what a hoe just trying to manipulate a nigga gonna do. Give him a little bit. And then pull it, you know what I'm saying? Like we said last time, put the, he gotta be quicker than that. Put the pussy on the end of a, a, a fucking uh, fishing rod. The problem is she be on the fucking camera talking about, I do love Deontay. I'm just, you know, trying to, like, why are you even saying that? Then? She's like, saying that to cover her ass. Cause she don't wanna, she's never outrightly talk shit about Deontay. Like she, yeah. even on every, all her interviews, she always says, I love him, I love him, I love him. But, but Zach is my ex. But Tia, I really love. And the Tia girl, I tell you this, the Tia girl, they broke up because the Tia girl spit in her face when they was in jail. And she's like, that's, that's not And then she's like, I forgive you. That's the, she, she said, she, he said, she said, yo, I'm sorry for uh, how we broke up for spitting in your face. And she's like, oh yeah, I forgive you. That's not a red flag. <laughs> Come on, son. Deontay. As crazy as it be, remember when you was young, it's like the way to get like, when you're young, like you like a girl, you hit her. It's like that, that develops over time. It's like, you can't just be a guy that's just giving and liking and fawning over a girl. Like there are some girls that actually appreciate a guy like that. That's just a genuine, pure hearted person. But most girls, they want to chase. They want to play the game. They want there to be a little bit of back and forth and banter. Like, they want, to, they want you to be a little hard to get. They want you to be a little mysterious. They don't want you to just wear your heart on your... Not, like I said, there are women that appreciate that. Somebody that's genuinely honest. But let's be honest, Chris. Most girls, they don't want the nigga that's on their line blowing them up in their yeah. in inbox. 
blowing, oh, how you doing, baby? You have a good day? Now, and that fucks up with niggas' minds because niggas be thinking, okay, I got to be opposite of that. I got to be the bad boy. I got to be the nigga that got a lot of hoes and the nigga that don't give a shit about bitches. But you know what? Them niggas are fucking. Them niggas aren't going out like Beyonce. No one, no one. Beyonce is the, he's the good morning every morning. He's the wear my hug nigga. He's the wear my hug nigga. There, there's, there's, it's just, we've seen this guy before and it's like, you can't, you gotta guard your heart more, man. You can't just give your love so freely. And even it. for women, even for women, can't give your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Keep your, keep your heart three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. Play your part. This nigga want to be lover, lover, man. Gift giving. Nigga want to be, gifts come over time. Especially, especially hard on hard on money. Just give a woman all your hard on money, and she not fucking you up. You giving her money, and you don't even. She just got out of jail, my brother. There's a you got. You we got a job. Like isn't the first thing to get out of job is gotta you gotta get a job in your probation. Usually, it's part of it. Yes. She only been out like a week. That's what's crazy. So she's been out of jail <laughs> on the show for like two weeks. She didn't fuck two people. Going crazy. And there's no problem with her moving like that, but don't string this nigga along. And I don't blame her because she, she's doing what anybody that just got out of jail would do, trying to put herself in the best position. He just needs to stop being so fucking stupid and stop loving white bitches so much. A fucking a blonde, blonde hair, blue eyed white girl, bro. Do more voice, bro. Park Dumar is disappointed. I'm disappointed. Shit. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a, for a good ending for him and for him not to give more to this girl who clearly is confused about what she wants. She says she want him, but she's just saying that for the camera because she wants to keep it. These other niggas, the other nigga, T ain't do nothing but buy dinner. The Zach nigga ain't do nothing but pick her up and drop dick off. Drop dick off. She, he is her ATM. No, she is. He is her ATM. Yeah, I said right. He's her ATM. <sighs> I hate to see it, brother, man. So, you know, each week we're going to give you guys uh, an update on Deontay. And, you know, like we said, like Terry said, we just we're praying for a good ending for his brother. Because, you know, we see the good heart and the hardness in him. He's a good hearted man. He's just, you know, he's just, he's deceived by the blue the blue eyes and the blonde hair blue eyed devil and this is the story that a lot of our brothers are falling into and you know love is love but you know we want to you know we don't want to see this you know the playerness get diluted on television when she's no. not even not doing anything worthy like if she was giving pussy up and still moving like that I would get it like oh well she's distracting them with the pussy she's not even giving them pussy like I said, usually it takes sex to manipulate a man. <laughs> like, that's a surefire way to get him, get under a nigga's, get into a nigga skin and shit. Give him some sex and you could probably manipulate. She's manipulating this nigga. No sex. Straight mouthpiece. It's quite impressive, to be honest. She manipulated him with love, but love is probably the second way you manipulate a man. Love. But he fell in love with no pussy. Love minus pussy. What is love minus pussy? <laughs> love minus pussy equals 
sucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't say that because, like I said, there's this higher thing like sex isn't at all. But not when you not when you've known somebody just from writing them in jail. And the, the, Chris, this is that's what adds more to it, bro. He got he started writing her when she was in prison. This ain't no joint you met on the street. She is a convicted. Fuck all that being convicted and having a past. You met her in jail. I gotta do her. I gotta do research. What she go to jail for? It was like drugs, right? No, nah, it was like grand larceny or some shit. Like she um, she talked about it. Let's see. Oh, so she she is on par for what she's doing. Yeah, man. It was some dumb. It was some drugs or something. Actually, it was some drugs or something. Hate to see it, man. So she went to jail for a very time keeping her. We'll update you next week. I'll tell you what she went to jail for. Yeah. And I found her on Instagram. Her Instagram is trash, too. Oh, she got an Instagram? Yeah, man. You know, listen, I'll be finding people. <laughs> oh shit, the game done changed. I found, I found Deontay Instagram too. This nigga that's be going live and shit. Cause he gotta explain himself every week, bro. Like he's gotta explain himself. Like, cause we all have the same, like, yo, what are you what are you on? Oh, she got convicted for robbery. Well, that makes sense. And she robbing this nigga with no gun. And two no L's, right? How you rob a nigga with blue eyes? This nigga's a sucker, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you let a little, you let some little little snappers, some little little ass clappers, some little cheeks, and blue eyes. God damn, bro. I should follow her though. I'm gonna ask for a Twitter later or Instagram later. Yeah, I'll send it to you. All right, listen. It's another good week of love at the lockup uh, updates. Please, if you tuned in like we tuned in, let's let's have a discord. We need to have a conversation because we're the, we can't be the only ones that think this shit is crazy. The whole season's crazy, but that's that's the that's the ones we really we want to highlight. Um, but again, you guys follow us on uh. Well, Terry, you have any um announcements or anything you want to you know? Promote? Um. Nothing, man. Just follow the page, like, like the posts, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Go on Apple Apple Podcasts and like rate and review. You know what I'm saying you could just you know I'm saying get five stars and shit like that. And um, I hope you guys noticed I was more active on the page this past week. Hope you guys appreciate that. I'm gonna continue that going forward this week and just continue to like, man, share. Okay. And uh, if you're in the the, the, the Raleigh-Durham area, North Carolina area, August 21st is Saturday. Uh, the gang is all performing, you know, Ali, Don Alte, Cloud Envy, Asajj Reckett. You know, we are performing at the gang out here at DTR Summer, baby. You know, come holler at us at the, the festival. Um, and remember, on a path to play them, there are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous, man. We'd like to say thank you for listening to another episode of Model Talks. We'll see you next week, man. Peace. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs. Model Talk is a celebration, bitches. Nahaim.
I wish for you a hundred years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one D-boy, shame the rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. 